0: Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Georgie Cooper, who you guys might know as Georgie Fit off Instagram. So, Georgie and I today are going to talk about her journey into the industry, both as a coach and a well, soon to be bodybuilding competitor, um, and also a little bit about online coaching in general and common misconceptions that people have of that. So, Georgie when did you first get into the industry as a coach and when did you first get into the industry as when did you decide you wanted to compete as well?
1: So I have been online coaching for over four years now and it was it was the same thing as everybody where you start going to the gym you really like it and then you think oh, I want to become a PC. and um, at the time I'd actually dropped out of uni I'd done one year at uni it wasn't for me uh, and I ended up going back to just like a part-time job full-time in a cafe. And that was when I was like, okay, something something needs to change here. Like when I went to uni, I originally wanted to be a wedding planner. So I think I knew I wanted to work for myself. I just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So while I was doing my cafe job part-time, um, full-time, I actually just did my PT course on the side. Um, and at this point, I had a little bit of an online online platform on Instagram, Um, not as big as I am now, but it did allow me to, once I'd got my qualification, spark up an online coaching um, service. And I was probably only working with like five to 10 girls. And from there, I just ended up finishing my job. um, And I just went straight into a gym and just sort of built my way up a couple of commercial gyms. Uh, And then just over a year and a half ago now, I suppose, I went fully online. Uh, I was working at Pure Gym and I just stopped working there and just went full time online. That's kind of how it's grown. So yeah, it's just grown from like minimal people, minimal, minimal people to now um, my just like coach by Georgia Brand. So that's how I got into online coaching itself.
0: Yeah. And when did you then start taking like bodybuilding a little bit? more seriously yourself alongside that
1: so I was always so when I moved to the current town that I'm living in now that's when I started to meet new friends and that's kind of when I got introduced to bodybuilding and I was like oh like I remember my my really close friend now she's been doing it for years and I remember seeing her thinking what actual hell she looks incredible and it was just like through meeting friends that I got introduced into like the scene and I've probably been to sort of seven or eight shows before I actually decided that it was going to be for me because I actually am like the worst I used to be so bad at self discipline so bad at dieting and I said I'd love to do it but I just don't have the discipline for it um and it must have been just over a year ago now I thought oh do you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna commit because going fully online obviously not being in a gym it takes off a lot of pressure and like as you know perhaps it's I knew it was a big decision so I knew that if I was at home all the time I can work the prep around my job so that's how I decided to get into it it wasn't one of those oh that looks quite fun I'm gonna do that it is something that I did think about for for maybe sort of like a year uh 16 months but obviously I haven't actually done the stage bit yet but um I've been doing the bodybuilding I suppose for nearly a year now so that's cool
0: yeah I honestly I think that's so it's kind of really refreshing that you went to shows and you thought about it a lot before you actually decided right I'm really gonna commit to this so you knew exactly what you were getting
1: yourself into Yeah, because obviously with the whole social media thing, I feel like a lot of people probably looked at me, looked at my profile and thought, she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about. Like, she's just another one of those. Because you know, you get a lot of like the girls that they'll like do the fitness thing, they'll do the social media thing. And then they'll be like, oh, I want to get in a bikini. And they're only doing it because they want to, they want to like lose body fat. They're not doing it for the, for the sport. Um, so I really wanted to make a point that like, that wasn't what I was doing. I hadn't just thought last week, oh, fancy doing that. So I'm going to give it a go. Um, it's something that I, I did fall in love with over the course of like, I said, like a year or a year and a half.
0: Yeah. And so Georgie, when you first started your like Instagram, social media account, did you do that just to document your own journey originally?
1: Yeah, originally I just made it because I wanted to to share my my fitness journey. And I remember I accidentally connected my Instagram, like my fitness Instagram to my Facebook. And I remember like then obviously everyone from my school, like from my college, started getting notifications saying like, oh Georgie's made this new account. And it was like the worst thing that ever happened to me. But yeah, originally I made it just to share my share my fitness journey. I wasn't even planning on on getting a PT qualification at that point.
0: Yeah. And that's really cool because again it shows like it came from a really genuine place and you didn't just think, oh, you know, I need to promote my business. So I'm going to make an Instagram. It was like, Mm -hmm. you just wanted to document your journey, which is really cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was originally the plan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And so when you started as an online coach, you mentioned your PT qualification. So did you have that PT qualification before you actually started any online coaching?
1: Yeah. So I got my qualification over the like the course of, I think it was about 12 weeks, just doing it on on the weekends. Um, and then, yeah, I set up my online straight from there. A lot of people, I recommend it. I think it's the best thing to do is go from a one-to-one gym into online because you need that physical contact, that physical sort of working with somebody, I think, to do online. But I didn't actually do that. I started as an online coach technically. Um, again, like I said, I only had like three or five clients, but I did that alongside my cafe job and then I moved into into the PT sort of one-to-one. So yeah, that was kind of how it how it all came together.
0: Yeah. And I I agree with you on that, in that I think although the PT qualification isn't anything extraordinary, I think it's a really good place to start and it gives you a baseline level of knowledge and at least you can then get pt insurance alongside that as well (laughs) um and you can start working as a pt and get face-to-face experience like you said because that that taught me so much i don't know about you but like actually working with people one to one taught me what cues work for people in regards to training like how to actually work with other people and i think it's so valuable
1: yeah i mean you know you know yourself like online coaching yeah okay it is the training it is the training program it is sort of form check and stuff but it's it is way more than that you are just learning to manage people but having that background knowledge of how to train like even like some people might think oh I know how to train but actually you don't not when you've worked with multiple people like if you're a 23 year old male bodybuilder like you're not going to know how like a 40 year old woman works in the gym so it is good to have that background knowledge and work with somebody on that one-to-one basis before before you kind of go into online coaching even though online coaching is is way more than just the training you know
0: yeah and what made you decide right I'm gonna go fully online now what was that turning point for you what pulled you towards that?
1: I think it was it was when I was getting to a point where I was having to turn people away for online coaching because of my one-to-one because I had to go up into I'd walk up to Pure Gym I had to do my it was like 12 hours for free actually got to a point where i i paid one of the boys to do my 12 hours for me because i just i was like i'd rather pay him to do my 12 hours so that i can do more online coaching um and it actually got to the point where we was going to go on holiday and the pure gym turned around to me and said oh you've got to find someone to cover your hours while you're away and that was for me that was the point where i thought i've got a waiting list of people for online coaching I'm not going to do that. So that's when I sort of packed my bags and said, oh, I'm going to sort of go. Because to begin with, I was doing my check-ins like in my pure gym work break. Um, But now obviously it's a point where my check-ins roll over full full days. So yeah, the, the scale up from there has been massive. But it's one of those really scary things. And if anyone's listening to this that's already doing half and half, like the jump is a commitment. Because even though in a gym it's not guaranteed, it is a little bit more guaranteed than online. Like with online, you can have three or four people leaving one go and that's a big hit. Um, And I feel like it is harder to get people online because in a gym, you're in the gym, like people are there to do fitness, whereas it's a lot harder to sell to people online, I suppose, especially if you don't have a reputation already.
0: Yeah. And have you ever and do you ever still have moments where you sort of doubt yourself?
1: Not in terms of like online coaching, as in like, I feel like I'm at a point now where I feel quite secure in my job, in my job. Like I know there's always going to be, well, hopefully that there'll always be that sort of baseline of clients that I can work with on a one-to-one basis. But in terms of like where I go from here, like obviously for me, I'm always looking to like do more. So in terms of scaling up my business from where I am right now, there has been daunting times in the last couple of months where I've had to sit and go, okay, this is a big investment. This is a big commitment, but, and it could, it could go one of two ways. Um, So not in terms of working to someone one-to-one online, but in terms of like business growth, yes, a hundred percent. And I feel like if you're not doing that, like it's a good thing. It's a good thing to like be like, Oh God, this is going to be a big commitment for me. Like you want to feel a little bit scared. You want to feel a little bit of friction because that's, what's going to push you that, that little bit further, you know?
0: Yeah and I think it shows you care like if you get those moments where you're a little bit scared of what you're doing and for one it shows you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and it shows that you actually care about what you're what you do as a coach and the success of your own business.
1: Yeah because you're probably the same like when you get to a point where you say okay this is the this is the amount of work that I can do making sure that my service stays the same for my clients and then you kind of feel that like not self-doubt but like oh god maybe if i do this extra thing in my business my service is gonna devalue and that if you care about your business that's obviously something that you don't want to happen so yeah you're right in that you it, it's nice to have that kind of like oh god because it does mean that you care
0: yeah and how long would you say it took For you to get to a point from when you first started working like in both online coaching and one-to-one PT, how long did it take you to get to a point where you would have considered yourself successful?
1: Do you know what? Like I still now, people still say to me now, like, oh, you're quite, you're like, you're successful with online coaching. And I think, no, I still, I still don't feel like I've made even like a slight dent. Um, in terms of like being successful but I would say only in the last kind of six months I I can say that I've gone from sort of just a PT like an online PT to more of a brand so in terms of like the success with it I would say yeah only really in the last in the last six months and I think that's just a common misconception with, with online coaching that Like I feel like you see a lot of successful online coaches online now and you think, oh, I could do that. That's easy. But people don't like people don't look back to the sort of three and a half years of absolute grind that you have to do before.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And on that note as well, what would you say? I know this will probably vary, but what would you say your typical sort of like working days slash hours
1: So I used to always say like a year ago, Oh my God, I'm so busy. I work every day. I'm always working. Um, but actually like now I actually do. Um, I would say that like, I have to work every day. Like that's just part of this, of this role is that you don't, you don't really get a day off. And it's not because like you're being forced not to have a day off and like you're probably filming on this anyone who's an online coach will film me on this you don't particularly want to have a day off because it's your business it's your baby and okay some days I do get a little bit more hours to myself I can go and have lunch with my mum um I just don't really do much chilling like when it's your business i'll I'll try and sit down and watch tv and i'll sit there and i'll throw out two minutes and i'll go what am i doing like what am i doing like this is not helping my business so my normal hours are every day um about six to about nine and then i cut out maybe three hours for training um but yeah it's constant it is it is constant and it takes somebody from my outside circle to like come in and be like gee you're always working for me to be like oh yeah i actually am (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah and the thing is as well like like you said when when you start doing something outside of the business you've almost always got that thing in the back of your head which is saying i could still be working right now like there's still more to do because there's always something to do when you run your own business because your business comes down to you you're not working for anybody else
1: yeah and that's that's the difference between where when you're self-employed and when you're not. And the nice thing about being employed by someone else is that at the end of the day, you can technically switch off and you can go home and you can enjoy whatever you want to enjoy. But with when you have your own business, it's weird because it is work for you, but you also really like you really enjoy it. So even though you're like, oh my god, I'm always working, I wouldn't have it any other way. I honestly wouldn't have it any other way. So
0: yeah exactly and so we spoke about success briefly earlier what would you say are the main things which have contributed to your success as an online coach
1: i would just say that like i always say this to say like hard work outweighs everything like I am not the smartest person I wouldn't say I have the most knowledge on sort of exercises training um nutrition management of people like I'm not at the top of my my field of those things but the one thing that I do do is I do work really hard and that outweighs everything. Just consistency with that, patience with that. Like, like I was saying earlier, online coaching is, is not something that you wake up one day and think I'm going to become a successful online coach because it does take like months and years of graft. Um, so yeah, I would just say hard work and always looking to progress. So never, never sort of like, it's okay to sit where you are in terms of of your business growth for a couple of months, but always be looking for ways to sort of improve your business um I would say that for me that's kind of what's got me from from however many little clients I had to to the client base I have now
0: yeah and would you say something that I always sort of recommend to people which are who are trying to grow their online business is always focusing on the service you give to the people you've got under you as opposed to being more focused on just promoting the business and mm. trying to get more
1: clients all the time is that something that you would agree with yeah 100 percent. i feel like a lot of people get wrapped up in the whole sort of like this is how you should promote your business you should post this and post that and you should send this person this message but actually if you work on your current clients that you have and giving them the best service that you possibly can you'll find that work like word of mouth is the most organic way of marketing in the world and um I was actually sat with my my business manager a couple of days ago and we said like what we've done so far we haven't done with one single paid ad not one penny has been spent yeah. on marketing here and that's just because like if you're true if you're true if you're organic um people pick up on that and then once you've done it a good job with them they're very very easily and very very naturally going to say to their mate oh I get coached by this person and, and they're really really great so as much as the industry at the moment is all about this technique and that technique and this IGTV and all of that like i think it's really important as well just to stay true to yourself and and just make sure that what you've got right now that you've worked so hard for you maintain without getting distracted by these flashy lights and flashy bloody marketing techniques you know
0: yeah and would you say that a lot of your business growth you would actually attribute to word of mouth and referrals
1: yeah i would say yeah like growing an online community um, of girls and then the girls picking up from other girls on their social media pages. That is probably how how 80% of my business has grown. Um, I don't do a lot of marketing. Like my actual Instagram page, is not about my coaching business particularly it's about my journey especially at the moment through bodybuilding so i don't do a lot of, of marketing i don't do a lot of promotion like the, the girls i work with do it for me and that's a very nice position to be in as an online coach that's where you do want to be
0: yeah and there's a lot of like um business courses and business coaches which are growing in popularity and growing in number now as well like there's a lot out there um, I know you now work with a business coach at the moment, but that hasn't been until recently. So when did you actually go down that route and um, what made you, what point was it which you decided actually I need to, to get someone support with this side of the business?
1: So you get to a point in, in with an online coaching business that there's only one of you, there's only 24 hours in a day. And it's about that scary jump of employing people around you to, to help because at the end of the day, you're an online coach. That's what you're good at. You're good at coaching other people, managing other people. Um, so for me, by the time that I'd spoken to Dan who I initially initially kind of got as a business consultant so um he's a little bit more of like my manager now which is funny because his role has kind of changed a little bit but I already had a PA at this point so um, my best friend is actually my personal assistant um and she came in and did my emails and did a lot of sort of setting up for onboarding, the back end stuff, so products, um, packaging products and things like that. So that allowed a lot of, that took off a lot of stress for me and allowed me to take on more clients. However, it got to a point where I had a weightiness and it was it was growing growing growing, and i couldn't I could not take on any more girls and I thought originally I was going to have to take on more coaches, so I'd have to employ a couple of coaches to work alongside me or below me or whatever um, and that's when I thought I need to look into somebody who is good at business development um, like a consultant, and there is like you said a lot of business consultants out there, and I feel like they are all doing the same thing, and that was as much as I appreciate what they're doing and I can see what they're doing, it's not really what I needed. I needed someone who could scale up my business from where it was. So that's when I got in touch with Dan and, it, it's nice to have somebody look over your business and, and kind of pick holes in it because that's what you're basically asking them to do. You're asking them to say, this isn't working great. If you try this, then this will happen. And he in, mainly changed a lot of my systems, a lot of my software. Um, and it actually just allowed me to clear my waiting list without even employing another coach. But we did employ accountants graphic designs um obviously we have my pa and stuff like that so yeah that's when i did it and and employing people into your business to help you is something that people especially online coaches because we're all very like egotistical you know like we have it's us this is my business no one no one touch it but actually for me that's been a big big game changer is is allowing other people to help and come into your business and work on the little bits of bobs that you can offload on them because at the end of the day, I'm in a position now where the only thing I do really is, is coaching and then just sort of saying yes and no to other bits and bobs. And that's amazing. So
0: what made you decide to go down the route of having people help with other areas of your business, but not hiring another coach to work alongside or under you?
1: The thing with hiring somebody else into your business is that they are never gonna do it how you want it. As much as you would love them to, and as much as I would search for the right girl um, who had the same sort of values as me, they're never gonna be exactly what you want. And a lot of the time, if you were to bring in somebody who was quite new to the industry, you'd give them X amount of clients, you'd show them everything you know, and they'd, they'd pick and, pick all of your sort of systems, and then it'll get to a point, mate, where they, they're billy big bollocks and they think, oh, I'll do this by myself. And and they'll end up they'll end up buggering off. So you like if you're good at coaching, keep it as you. And People, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but in terms of hiring other people, they're hiring you. People come to coach by joining because they want to be coached by me. So, for me to then be like, oh, by the way, like my mate, my mate Sarah's going to coach you. Um, it's not actually going to be as effective as having other people do all of the back end jobs that the girls don't really doesn't really matter who does it, um, and then that allows you to, like I said, focus on that on that one thing. So, as much as I thought other coaches was the only option it's actually surprising how many other people can do other jobs before you even need to branch out to that
0: yeah and do you think you'll always stand by that now and you'll always stick as the one coach on coach by georgie
1: i can imagine so never say never but for the good foreseeable future yes
0: yeah cool and what is your next business goal and do you have an end goal in regards to the business
1: Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't say I have an end goal. Um, I'd like to just be able to help more women. Like like I said earlier, there's only one of me who's only 24 hours in a day. So if I can find ways to grow my brand where I can help more women, like I want a girl to be able to walk into a gym and go that girl and that girl are both being coached by Georgie. She's got a strap. She's got a book. Like that's what I want. I want a community of of people who can, who can meet through the one means of cbg like that that's the end goal for me so yeah there's no like specific thing like it will be what it will be but yeah that's kind of the goal is is to go from just like a little PC at pure gym to like people in pure gym knowing each other because they're all coached by the same woman you know
0: yeah and what is what are your main sort of like goals and values what are your values and moral codes as a coach which you stand by what is your like mission statement if you want to call it
1: that I would say to always be able to to coach any sort of woman any size any age any fitness level no matter your background the lifestyle that you have right now to be able to work with that girl one-to-one to just improve her lifestyle whether that's through diet through exercise just through daily habits Um, to like a service that I would want myself basically Um, and that that for me will never ever fade out I'll never if I for as long as I'm online coaching I'll never have a, a shitty service I'll always make sure that the girls are happy with with me as a coach and that what we're doing okay yeah they lose a couple of pounds and they stop eating cheeseburgers every day but it also changes their lifestyle
0: yeah and as online coaches obviously and for those getting up into the industry there will know that a lot of coaches do things quite differently. Are there any specific sort of um, softwares that you use and what form of feedback do you give to your clients? Do you use like email or do you do voice
1: notes or video
0: check-ins?
1: So, the way that I currently coach is I use an app called Trainerize, a software called Trainerize, and I have used this software since I started. So, over four years now. um, And that is a great a great software anyone who's looking into online coaching they don't know where to start look into trainerize because once you get to grips with it, it it works like it works like gold dust and um, you can do exercise libraries on there it can connect to my fitness pal um, and that's where my clients do everything so all of their workouts are tracked on there all of their diet is tracked on there and they do their check-ins on there um, my check-in responses are done through through messenger on the app so I literally will just pop into their account, flick through their debt, flick through their week, sorry, um, and just send them back a a typed response, and that's just how my check-ins work. And the reason that. I don't do video. It's just because I would not be able to work with as many women if I had to do video responses And that's quite a new thing as well Like back when I started with this that whole like loom is it loom check-in thing. That's yeah. all very very new um, And I only got introduced to it because obviously we've got the same coach is when Callum did it I remember he sent me his first video checking, and I was like, what is this?
0: <laughs> yeah, and the thing is as well like there are obviously loads of different forms of checking responses, checking actually ways to send or checking and things like that, but ultimately. I don't think it really matters too much as long as it works for you as a coach and it works for your clients, and the quality of what you put into their programming is there and the quality of the service is there. Like at the end of the day, does it really matter whether they get a written
1: response or whether they get a video? I feel like the video responses is very good for bodybuilding and for athletes because it is more in depth but what like what i have to remind myself is that my coaching is a lifestyle coaching for women so with the, with the bodybuilding thing like I don't mind if I don't hear from. I won't really hear from Callum for for days because I don't. I don't personally need that. My girls, they like to be able to message me at, at sort of 11am and have a response by 11:20. And the way that I do that is through that messenger app. So if I was to have to sit down and record them a, a video, like, oh hi, good morning, or whatever, it's going to take longer. Like girls that i coach prefer that quick instant response um whereas sort of the bodybuilding athlete side of things it's nice to it's nice to sort of watch the video back they're looking at your photos specifically and stuff like that so i think yeah depending on the coaching is a big one like on the type of coaching will depend on the type of checking response
0: yeah i completely agree with that and So Georgie, for those who might be interested in getting started with online coaching, what would your three biggest tips be for those people?
1: I think my biggest tips would be that you need to, commit like you need to commit to being an online coach I think a lot of the time when you're doing it's a difficult one because obviously you want to be financially stable but when you're working a different job or a part-time job on the side you're never going to give that business a hundred percent so as soon as you cut all ties with all other finances you're going to work your ass off in that job so um this kind of like Oh do a little bit of online coaching, a little bit of supermarket. No, no, just absolutely scrap that. Just go balls deep in online coaching. Um and it will push you, it'll push you and you will find a way to make it work. Um my second tip would be to just stay true to yourself. Um, like we were saying earlier, there's, at the moment anyway, as online coaching is becoming so popular, there's all of this and that. And you, you sometimes you can get lost in all of the information online. And I think just being yourself is so important because at the end of the day, people are coached by you because of you. So stay true to who you are. Don't get too sort of caught up in what everyone else is doing. Um, And my last one is going to be just work hard because that is for me has been the game changer. Just know that it's as much as people are like, oh, online coaching looks like a great job. Don't get me wrong, it's a really cool job, but it is a lot of work. It like, it never stops. You work all day, every day, and that's just the job.
0: Yeah, I'm smiling because I absolutely love those points, and it's exactly what I would have said, especially the first two, like, I think so many people just they just need to commit to it if they really want to make it work and you have to go all in if you want yeah. to be the best coach possible um yeah i i think that was brilliant and the work ethic thing like it's not going to work unless you put the work in for it just like anything
1: else yeah and it's the same with the whole all or nothing approach like we said like it, it comes back to the bodybuilding doesn't it like you, yeah. you learn that you have that you have to give everything to it because else what is the point and it's the same with it's the same with growing a business there's just no point in doing it if you're going to half-ass it
0: yeah definitely and if you could go back in time and talk to your yourself when you were first starting out coaching what
1: would you have told yourself what advice would you have given i would have said just keep just keep chipping away like it's the same again I'm going to relate it back to bodybuilding like I remember when I first started I remember seeing the girls that that went on stage as figure girls and I thought I look nothing like that um and it's and with the online coaching thing you look at these really big online successful coaches and I remember seeing like an online coach and she had like a community of girls and they had like a hashtag and stuff and I was thinking wow like I I really want to be like that and like I've just chipped away for the last four years and now I'm in that position. Like, I'm in that exact position that I wanted to be in at one point. So, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, don't give up. It's the same with anything in life. Consistency is key. And it does take time. It takes time. So, just keep going, basically. Yeah, just keep swimming. <laughs> just keep swimming. <laughs>
0: Um, but no I really appreciate all of that Georgie and thank you so much for your time it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having where... me
0: I always listen to your podcast and I think oh I'd, I'd quite like that. <laughs> that's amazing and um, where can people find you on social media and if anyone's interested in working with you where can they find more information about that?
1: So my personal Instagram tag is two underscores and then Georgie Fit. And my coaching page is just coached by Georgie. Um, And if you want to work with us, we release spaces monthly, uh, but you can always just pop us an email.
0: Cool. For anyone who's interested, I will put Georgie's links down below. Um, But thank you so much for joining us, Georgie. It's been an absolute pleasure and I will see you guys in the next one.